From the Communicator, I'm Ruby Taylor. I'm Paige Duff. This This is is On God. God. We're talking to teenagers about their views on God, higher powers, or a lack thereof. We hope to bring to light beliefs that fall both within and outside of religious boundaries and broaden the conversation. This is Cami Tirico's take on God. Can you please introduce yourself? My name's Cami Tirico, and I'm a junior at Community. Do you believe in God? In some ways, I do. I think, I believe there is a higher power, and I believe there is a God of sorts, but I'm not entirely sure what that looks like in practice and in reality. Are you affiliated with any religion? I grew up Catholic, and I've gone through my first communion and my confirmation process in the Catholic Church. How does your sort of, like, view of a higher power intersect or not with the Catholic God? I definitely believe majority of things that the Catholic religion believes and practices, but I sometimes question whether God is a man in the sky, like the typical images that they present to us. Mm -hmm. Have you ever tried to visualize or visualize something other than a man in the sky? Like when you think about God, if you had to have a picture in your head, what would it be? Sometimes I think when I try to picture a picture, it ends up being a man in the sky because that's what I've grown up thinking. But I think in practice, it's not an image. It's not a person, but it's more of a power. You were saying that you agree with a lot of the things that the Catholic Church like has to offer. Just because I'm not super familiar with the Catholic faith, like, what are some of those things? Kind of some of the basic principles of treating others the way you want to be treated and how everything's forgivable and that there's reasons for everything and that just because you do something wrong doesn't mean you're a bad person and that if you show remorse, then you can be seen in a good light, um, whether in God or in other people. And how do you feel like believing in God affects your life? Do you feel like it like guides you? I don't think it has like an impact on my day-to-day life because I'm not, we don't religiously go to church nor do I pray every day, but I think when things happen that are out of the ordinary or extra stressful or upsetting that God can be a way and religion can be a way to maybe explain some of those things or come to terms with things that may not be understandable otherwise. Can you think of any instances or any that you're comfortable sharing where you felt like that helped you? Yeah, um, freshman year I had a close friend pass away and at the time it's kind of hard to not ask questions like, why would this happen? Like, he was a good person. Like, why would this happen to him? Why would this happen to, like, people who are close to him? But I think that religion can be a way to maybe not have questions answered, but, like, thinking that things happen for a reason and that believing in an afterlife kind of also gives a sense of comfort after a loved one passes away. Yeah. Do you believe in an afterlife? Like, in the traditional heaven and hell sense? I think about this a lot. I think heaven exists. I don't know if the Catholic Church kind of presents itself as people that show remorse can be seen as good people in the light of God and in the light of, like, others. So that hell is kind of, like, more of a concept to me than, like, an actual place. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what heaven looks like in my head, but I do believe in some sort of afterlife And I think part of the reason I believe that is because if there was nothing else after our time on Earth, then I think it can be easy to see what we do on Earth as, like, insignificant 
because mm-hmm. um, in the grand scheme of things, 70 years, 100 years isn't that long of a time. So I think that sometimes it can bring a little more purpose to what you do while on yeah. Earth. That's interesting. So are there any specific practices or traditions of the Catholic Church that you follow? Yeah, so though we don't go to church every Sunday, we also celebrate most Catholic holidays. I've always practiced Lent, and majority of the time my family does too, but it's not um, something my parents make us do by any means. So Lent's a time in for 40 days, starting on Ash Wednesday and leading up to Easter Sunday, so normally through the months of March and April, people give something up to represent um, Jesus's 40 days he lived in the desert to show that you're also sacrificing for God. So examples of things that I've given up for Lent when I was younger, I would donate like a dollar a day. So at the end of Lent, be $40 to like a charity, or I'd give up chewing gum or ice cream or chocolate mm-hmm. or try to pray extra or journal more because it doesn't need to be something you give up, just something good that you can do for yourself. Gave up meat, <laughs> and I've also tried to cut down on swearing. Meat, I gave up because it's something I've wanted to try to be vegetarian for a while, but never had, like, the initiative to just start doing it. And I knew it would be kind of hard on my family to cut meat out of, like, one of their two kids' diets. So I thought it would be a good idea to try it for 40 days. And I talked to my mom about it before I decided to do it. It's a really good thing for the environment and for um, like social reasoning, um, like animal cruelty and just the meat industry in general. So I decided to give that up as kind of a trial run, and I think I'm going to continue to be a vegetarian for as long as possible. And then I've also tried to swear less because that's something that is a poor quality of myself, and I think choosing a time where it's less abstract than just saying I'm going to swear less, saying these 40 days I'm going to make an effort to swear less, and I think mm-hmm. that will continue on after this, but just to set a more attainable goal than just as an abstract 40, or to swear less. Yeah, like more concrete. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. I've never really thought about, like, Lent going past those 40 days. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a good example of, like, how for some people religion can like continue to do good not just when it's a conscious thing plus it's like an opportunity like a structured opportunity mm-hmm. like i know mm-hmm. there have been times like i'm definitely not super religious and i know there have been times when i'm like i look for like marking periods almost like oh it's the new year so like yeah. new year's resolutions and i yeah. guess it's nice that that could mm-hmm. be a time where you're sort of deciding that like oh i'm gonna make a change like yeah this window and in some ways like a new year's resolution Obviously, you can follow it or not follow it for as long as you want, but Mm -hmm. you're kind of committing to the year, which is sometimes hard to do because you don't know what position you'll be in in 12 months from now. But with Lent, it's only 40 days, so a lot of time things won't change much in that time, so you Mm -hmm. can commit to those 40 days. Do you feel, like, closer to God during Lent? I think I feel closer to my religion because my grandparents gave up things for Lent and my friends that are more practicing than I also give up things for Lent and I also always make an effort to try to pray more during Lent like prayer can be important so I do feel closer to my religion and God but I don't think that it's like a one-to-one correlation I think Mm -hmm. it's because the effort I'm putting in yeah it's more that I feel closer to God Mm -hmm. 
what kind of things, if you don't mind me asking, do you pray about? Like, when you say you pray, what does that look like for you? Um, I often pray about, like, good health for my family and friends. And oftentimes, if there's something happening in my life, like a loved one's sick or a friend's parent is sick or just things that are wrong in the world, I pray for. I have a habit of always praying before a flight just to have, like, a good, safe flight. And sometimes praying for, like, strength, um, like, in hard, like, hard week or, like, a hard, stressful time that not necessarily to do well in something, but to, like, have the strength to, like, make it through something. So, like, mm. SAT's coming up, I won't, like, pray for a good test score because, like, in my head that's a little kind of equivalent to, like, materialistic, but it's not yeah. quite, there's not really a word for it, but, like, to pray that, like, I do my best I can. Does that safety net, like, do you ever feel a little bit, like, you're like giving that agency to God as opposed to like yourself or does it feel like God is like a sufficient like part of you and your mindset that it isn't like that do you know what I mean that I'm like putting stuff off of myself on yeah. God mm-hmm. and or, like, also though not necessarily like, in a bad mm-hmm. way but, yeah like, I think I think in some ways yeah it kind of shows that like <clears throat> what I do in like my body and like my life is sometimes not just up to me sometimes I think that by putting it to a higher power, it makes it less direct in a way. So if you work hard at something, I believe that, like, good things can come from it. But in some ways, there is always, like, a sense of luck or mm-hmm. unluckiness in a mm-hmm. way. So, like, in the plane ride example, the pilot is trained, the plane is secure, but there's always a chance that, like, something could happen. And, like, me and myself and my body, I can't affect that but in some ways, I believe, like, a God can it. Not that God causes tragedies, but to, like, watch over us during the safe flight may, like, if it makes a difference or not, like, I'll never be sure. But it's something that's very simple for me to do, and that if it can make a difference in the end, then that's something I think is worth doing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it gives you a sort of power? Like, in those situations where you don't really have control over what happens to that plane, do you feel like by doing that, you are exerting some sort of control over the situation I don't think control but I think comfort because Mm. I don't think on planes that crashed that there was no one on it who was praying for a flight or praying for a safe flight and that but like knowing that someone else someone else may be watching over our flight like to lead it to safety is like a comforting thing yeah what about when you're praying about things like what if you were saying you were praying for inner strength like how is that different because it's not like that's something that is in your control as opposed to like how the plane works you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I think that you know when you wake up after you get a full night's sleep but you're still super tired and there's not really an explanation Mm -hmm. why like you just woke up you just got a full night's sleep like why am I still tired yeah all too well (laughs) in some ways I feel like though like it's not like a one-to-one correlation obviously by like asking for strength though I'm not always positive if every time you ask for strength that, like, God gives you, like, blesses you with strength, that it can either subconsciously or consciously give you some sort of strength. Maybe an increase of your inner control over a situation or your inner strength because there are always outside factors affecting that, and I think God can be one of those, whether for positive or negative. So it sounds like the, one of the major roles that God plays in your life is giving you comfort or like your connection to God gives you comfort. Yeah. 
That was Cami Trico's take on God. Be sure to check out chscommunicator.com for our next episode. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. With The Communicator, I'm Ruby Taylor. I'm Paige Duff. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.